0: last week, having assured you that there was no homework, I did also throw out the challenge of anybody who wanted to write something, whether you even call it a poem, that's based on a sound or a noise. We would love to hear from you, even if it's not completed. I'm a very slow writer, so I usually complete nothing until many weeks after the idea has nestled into my head. But sometimes some lines or some ideas are worth sharing. So as soon as we go around and just say our names again so people do remember, and I see some new people that weren't here before, so if you'll tell us your name and maybe a little bit about your name because we did that last week and I think it did help us all to remember even though with some exceptions you all are very sneaky and you're sitting in different seats Cynthia, thank you Tim, you're bad you were supposed to be back there but it's okay Um, never mind it's not entirely a spatial issue it's an auditory issue so anyway let's just go around and, and share names so we'll know who we're talking to and about okay so Tim are you Tim? Uh, yes. Oh, Tim. good. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. Tim Ward, Ha. Huh? I'm I'm yeah, practicing, finally. and you're new to the group this time, right? No, I'm not. Aren't you really? Tell me your name again. Iveta. Do you okay. have Do you have a different cap on? Yes, I do. That is I. That is what it is. Because I knew when I saw you coming in, I knew I knew you, but I didn't know you would. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, Iveta. And Carleen, Robin. Robin, Leon, Robin Ron, Ron, Ron. and Michelle.
1: Bob. Bob.
0: Michelin. Michelin. Like the tire. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. Or <laughs> I wish I had one half or one percent of Michelle. Wouldn't Bob that be Bob. so <laughs> nice? Oh yeah. Doreen. Doreen. Dor I'm sorry. Is it right? Doreen. Doreen. Okay. Roslyn. Cynthia.
2: Sarah. Patrick.
0: Hello. It's nice to see you all. And, you know, I think I had your name up wrong on the board the other time, didn't I? Did I have it spelled wrong? There was one person back there. And, Rosalind, you didn't tell us about you. Oh, oh, you
2: wanted to hear a little
0: bit. Yeah, you no, know, just, ro- just just let us know who you are.
2: Um, uh, so My name comes from probably the name of the, the Rose. Yeah. And I was a twin and to a round, still <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just the other, that Rose is
1: and I guess
2: I'm missing for him,
0: but that's what happens with twins
2: sometimes. Yeah. Right? So we'll really yeah. meet up again. Um, it has been an interesting week for me. Uh, I had an
0: opportunity to, to join a newspaper and uh, see how that business runs. Which newspaper? Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Baltimore Times. Oh, excellent. That? Ex? Oh, sure. Which Oh, that's great. And um, I like that.
2: Good. I, I've got a lot, i got a few newer, some fresher ideas right now. Good. But I did want to attend here tonight because uh, this is the rudiment for me from a poetry standpoint. I think it's so important to be a poet. Mm-hmm. Because I it's it gives you an opportunity to just
3: take an expression of the heart of
0: it. Yeah.
2: It's a good kickoff piece. How well, do you feel about that?
0: Absolutely. I want you to do that in one second. But now, Cynthia, did you reintroduce yourself? I mean, did you just say your name a minute ago? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, for some reason, I thought we had skipped you. And one thing I wanted to ask you, do you like Cynthia or Cindy? I know you told us a little I, bit. I like Cindy. Okay, okay. Cynthia it is.
3: So. is friendly. So. Cynthia
0: is busy. And, and, and it, It calls up the moon. Okay, so so Rosan, I think that's a great idea. Kick us off, please.
2: I'm just saying that I think poetry gives us an opportunity to just put something out there and work on it and make it even longer um, if you have the time to do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to work with it and give a different viewpoint um, to make it more interesting. Yeah.
0: Right. Absolutely. And as some of you I know have experienced, if you have a small poem that you've worked with, but the theme fascinates you, you can take that poem and leave it intact and make a piece of fiction out of it, or make an essay out of it, or or make something else out of it, because anybody who writes knows that life is short and you have to piggyback. You know, you have to take the same thing and make, you know, use the ingredients for for all different things. Good. So, So give us your.
2: Well, actually, from last week, I picked off a couple more points from being here. We got into the alliteration Yeah, pounds. yeah. I really like that. Um, so let's hear. Well, I threw a little something together uh, just to start it off. maybe.
0: Um, Thank you. Let
2: me get that up. Anyone else has an
0: idea? Right, right. Well, um, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, excellent. excellent. And Okay. This is actually...
4: ages 22 unadorned beauty smooth youth all about the tooth of desire insert wolf whistle mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sued by schubert and the hope of someone who would woo and then be true 46 two children minivan invisibility skin slowly desiccating Time ticks quickly. Illuminating the gift of serenity, stillness, life shimmers.
0: Whoa. Life shimmers, right? Yeah. Very positive spin on the short eye. if you if you heard what, what Anne was saying before, it's the the one sound was ooh not ew, but ooh, and the other sound was the short I. And if anybody had a chance to look at that excessively voluminous multi-page thing that Pratt so kindly uh, ran off for me last week, um, for us last week, there was that little bit in the, somewhere in the middle about the actual frequency of certain vowels, of the vowel sounds, with the O sounds being the, the, the lowest, the bass voice and the, the I sounds being the highest voice, the soprano's. And the short I is sort of like the descant and soprano. And, uh, and you played with that beautifully. Wow. But you know, it's nice, shimmer. We, we think that sounds have an intrinsic meaning, but they really don't because shimmer has that short I. And it's, yeah, and, and so does desiccated, yeah, so nice, nice. Are you finished with that, or are you going to go further with it? Oh, am I
4: going to work on
0: it more? Uh-huh. Just curious. I don't, uh, know. Um, I don't know. Well, I have a thought, yeah. and I will throw it out to all of you, and that is that Little Patuxent Review, which is one of the magazines that's represented on, uh, on uh, Saturday at City Lit, they have theme issues now, and their current theme is time. It's just, all you have to do is go online, look up LPR, Little Patuxent Review, and there you have it, and LPR, you know, editor LPR, I don't know, it's, I almost have it in my head but almost doesn't count with the uh, electronics, but yeah, you should really submit it, because it's such a beautiful exercise in the sounds of time passing. So who else? And, and by the way, Rosalind, have you found what you were looking for? Yeah, basically. Okay, you're on. And it's interesting that you, that you uh, were referring to the blues in that poem, which was you know had so many lovely things going on in it, but also um, like any other traditional form, like the sonnet and like blank verse, we'll be, work, we'll be playing with those a little bit tonight. I mean, it's a very traditional form with actual and like rap, it has very specific rules, and you work within them. Or else it's not quite there. It's not just about being blue and talking about saxophones, no, is it? It's, yeah. Is it relegated to different, a different age group, maybe? I don't know. Do you think so? I think
2: we have our own hearing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I hope you're not saying that it's going out totally.
2: Are you
0: here? Yeah.
3: Yes, definitely. (laughs) That's a
0: huge question. I'd I'd take some time for that one, too. Thank you. Yeah, we want to hear more from that and whatever series it is. And if you haven't had a chance to look at it, a friend of Roslyn's and mine, Bari Shabazz, one of the poems in last week's Voluminous Packet is a a poem that deals with, it's not in blues form, but it deals with uh, Coltrane's music. and, And is very, very emphatic about the way the sound works. And it's not all that far from blues, the way it, the way it works. So I'd recommend that you take a look at that. Um, anybody else who has? Yes, and Teron, right?
5: Great. I've been writing poetry for, for a while, but when you write poetry and you start looking at some of the main You just write, you don't know Sonic. you don't know him, you just write. And I write a lot of rhyming poems. And when I read other people's poems, by me rhyming, their poems, some of them connect, and some don't. And um, I don't know whether I like rhyming poems. I think some poems, when people, I've been to a couple of workshops, and when they read it, it's not rhyme, and it sounds so good, mm-hmm. so interesting. And I thought, oh my God, that is a beautiful, unfortunate piece. He said that she um looked at an art piece was based on relationship, and how she read it and sent it out. It was beautiful, but for some I can't, cause I spent so much time on rhyming that I can't connect with other people's words. And so I was looking at Sonic, and yeah, by being writing diagnos yeah. and everything and looking at the dictionary, mm-hmm. it doesn't tell you or it doesn't tell me what I write. Mm-hmm. And each of my poems that I write, it doesn't go past four
3: lines.
5: Yeah. And I might take it to two pages
3: mm-hmm.
5: And then some short. Yeah. So what it really sounds from reading from what you have for today and last week. And I was listening to the sound that she was, so what did you say? Like, ooh, is how you read it or how it's writing
0: down? Well, I, would you say how it looks on the page or how you hear it is most important?
5: <coughs> I mean, because I see ooh and then I see book. Yeah. So are you saying how I read it or how I write the poem about
0: book? That's, that's a great question because. The English language has spelling that seems almost completely insane, and it's because it's a Germanic language onto which Latin uh, rules were applied. Plus, in 1066, something amazing happened. The Anglo-Saxons, who spoke a Germanic language known as Old English, were conquered by the Norman French. And for a couple of hundred years, there really was no... Preserved or very little preserved writing. And when it came back to life, it had um, things like the O U G H thing, which used to have a noise and its own letter, the sonus byron G. There used to be a letter in the alphabet for. Ugh. So a tree had a. Bug. Maybe, or you were in the sluch of despond or, or you had a big oh, and that's pretty close to what we say but that, that letter has disappeared so now we just had this O-U-J-H, like what is up with that You know, um, and so the spelling makes no sense so the other night I was reading with you all out loud a poem with the ooh sound in it and also the ew sound in it by Sylvia Plath now she is from New England and then she went and lived in England and so she says roof. Uh-huh. Now, what, what a dog says to me is not woof, it's woof, but I say roof. And so you raise that question yourself about the "oo" sound. And do you, do you just say, well, it's got two O's in it. I'm going to say it sounds the same, but it really doesn't. So I say if you have to pick, go with what it sounds like. But that's just me. A lot of people are much more visual. I'm much more, you know, oral. A-R-A-U-R-A-L. I
5: have a question. What kind of writing? Because I know that Carlisle Summer wrote Mm
3: 280,
5: but I call it broken English. Mm -hmm. But what is what does he, I mean, you know, um, like in the morning? Yeah. Is that broken English or is that other? It's
0: usually just referred to as dialect. Oh, okay. And anybody who hears anybody laughing at the idea of You know, um, what was the the word was made, it was an inventive word, but it was very useful. And it was about um, African-American dialect. Ebonics. Ebonics. But language scholars take that very seriously. It's it's because it really is a dialect with very specific rules. And it's a dialect. And it's a dialect worth knowing. Because I've had students at Towson University say... When I go home to my family in such and such, they and I'm an English major, I better not talk like an English major. I better assume my family's dialect if I'm going to communicate at all, which is very sensible. And at the same time, if you're going to be working in some business and industry where the so-called standard dialect is spoken, you need to know it. But you don't have to think it's the only thing. It's well, just you know. one dialect and another dialect. But I, I care a lot about noise, and I, I want to know about some other noises that people are hearing their poems. And by the way, did you write something that you were going to read to us? Oh, I wrote a
5: poem, but I don't have Okay, we'll
0: come, we'll come back to you. And, and, and Cindy, I see your hand up. Um, I wrote
1: a poem. I don't know how much noise it is, but it's noisy. Good. <laughs> we're, we're all about noisy. <laughs> um... It's called, Are You Done Yet? Mm. Are you done yet? Are you finished yet? No, I'm not done yet. She ducks and she dodges. Are you done yet? No, I'm not done yet. I keep hearing those words. Are you done yet? She cares. She cries because of the pressure on her head. Cone, cone, crack, crack, pulling that hair back, trying to give this child a beautiful crown. Crack, 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 pulling those naps back. She cries, boo-hoo, are you done yet? No, I'm trying to twist and braid. I'm trying to make your head happy. I'm trying to make your mother
0: it's still uh,
1: good to have a beautiful,
0: happy child with a nappy dish. Oh, wow. And we got off from there. Oh,
1: <laughs> that hurt. My passion is in college and Yeah. yeah. College. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my thoughts are in poems that feel the
0: Doing here. That's a, I mean, it's a wonderful subject because it's a really serious subject, too. I mean, yeah. Wow, well, that's. Mm.
6: The sounds there were sharp consonants. Right. Right, I was just a good, so good point. So of vowels. Yeah.
0: D's and C's and CK's, yeah. And that's I think what they'd it get hurt. Ignored. Yeah.
6: And that's what mm. I was trying to do with dogs to go back to your wolf. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
6: Except I lost the assignment the dog ate.
0: Not quite. But of course. Tim, Tim. what's to become of you? It almost <laughs> but, covers yeah. that's so what are you gonna do with that? I d I don't mean to seem to be encouraging like publication as it was as if it were some humongous goal because that's just another way of having people hear your poem, but that's so wonderful. I mean the the ones we've heard tonight should definitely go somewhere. Hmm. Lots of newspapers say they don't accept poetry, but they all lie because every now and then they'll have a space in their page makeup that it's like this big. And on the op ed page, you will, of the sun, you will occasionally see a poem. The city paper has a really serious and wonderful poetry competition. Mm-hmm. And there is also no law against sending the same thing more than one place, unless the rules of that it, well, publication say not to. You ought to give that a try. Some papers in a should too. Long
6: hmm? Some paper I don't think it's done in a long time.
0: But every once in a while, if it it's something little topical, box. little really? books. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I asked
6: Mike, do You know Mike Barnett,
0: from mm-hmm. Barnett. Mm-hmm. Any, I used to know everybody on the so yeah. yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a back number on that. Oh, other, know. other noisy poems or soft ones. Oh. Richelle. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know, and spell your name because I know I'm saying it wrong. Okay, it is, the rain. okay. Okay. I thought I was like, saying it all wrong. Yes, go ahead, what you were going to say. Um,
5: I wrote one on this on um, farm life. Mm-hmm. Look at the trees that's want to help. The fence around them, standing still. The grass is a pretty green. The boy with the chips with a lot of green. The chick is talking to the boy. Is this chick giving him joy? Look at this picture, what do you see? Is this chick saying, leave me, there The little boy standing still. She's just waiting until. But if the little boy look down, it's other chicks just gather around. Two chicks just looking at him. The chick says, where you been? That chick has a lot to say. The little boy don't look her way. The other chick looks straight. She's telling the little boy how she felt. Again the boy don't say, oh wow, I'm going to let him be. The little boy wants to be free. But the last chick said, I don't care. Really, it's no big deal. I just never make more.
0: But say that last line. Oh, wow. That's adorable. Say that last line again. I, I missed the last line. I, I just d- never and made noise. Yeah. and Yeah. Chicks are very noisy. You've had some experience with the noisiness oh, of yeah. chicks. <laughs> I oh, school, yeah. so much noise. chicks. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. oh my God. Like, I, mm-hmm. I really got this poem from a column box. Yeah. I'll look at the picture yeah. Yeah. and do as well. That's, I,
0: I, that's I a good way to go. But the
5: chicks are for real, the baby chicks. Sure. Yes. And I haven't seen baby chicks since
0: I went <laughs> I just realized, though, who thought of I never thought about this till this minute. The word chick sounds, if you say chick, 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 that's yeah. what they say. Uh, oh, my. I, and they do say a lot. I'm writing
5: for children. Yeah. I use the baby chick but yeah. it sounds like an adult. I guess, it's, yeah. I guess it's a mystery. I don't know, but yeah. I the baby chicks. I didn't think of it as an adult thing. I just saw the baby chicks, and so I really started reading it. You and
0: did. Sound are your kids gonna? I bet they will, because kids are so smart. They'll they'll hear those chicks and they'll understand the little boy, and he's gonna be quiet because the chicks are so noisy. But did you all pick up on the image that started the poem and the way it ended? The image wasn't of chicks before they got to the chicks. Did anybody else hear that? It was a wonderful connection the tree The trees were in cages, right, which you will certainly find in fields. so the cows don't, you know came against them and knocked them down but, but didn't at one point either the little boy or the chick say that he wanted to be free. Uh-huh. That's really interesting, and that's we'll that's yeah, yeah. The but even the, the tree is him. in a cage. It <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. Good noises. And and there was a, a hand up over here, and it was, it was it was shell. Yeah. Um, so I had a, a, a fun time this week, mostly playing in my head. The
2: lines didn't get the held, like, until right before yeah. the um, but But had a fun time playing with the idea of names as sounds right mm-hmm. that, that our names are simply mm-hmm. a sound that we've learned to respond to over the years. Um, and through the function of naming you know, those sounds and how names functions as sounds. And so I said that I I have different, you know, aspects of my personality yeah, that attribute to different derivatives and diminutives yeah. of my name. And so Rick was what I was called on the basketball court. And thinking about it as a sound, well of course that makes sense. It's, you can shout it a long distance, and it's quick, and you know, heads up to head to basketball. Um, and, but in my adult life, I've, I've taken on Rochelle, my full name, um, and fully intended, when I sat down to write or think about it this week, that, that the shh sound was going to be what came out. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> um, je m'appelle, I call myself Rochelle, Lavelle, the professional. La Femme yeah. uh, I love that.
0: That went a whole different way, didn't it? a whole nice. different sound that I expected to be. You know, what I'm tuned
2: to, I expected
0: to be tuned to the sh and the sh and the, you know, the, cherubim, the and, yeah. and when I wrote it out, that was not as nice. It was the bell, the l, the, la. yeah, neat. And the female, yeah, really clever. Um, I think all everybody who writes knows that the best thing that happens when you're writing is it gets away from you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it 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 won't do what you told it to do, and it does something that seems almost disembodied. Yeah, like you, you create a character, and the character won't do what you told it to do. Just,
2: just
0: me of that show. Yeah. Not It is. That's what song is made of. It sounds, yeah, it's lovely. Uh, Leon, yeah, uh, what piece i the this year. This year um, I want to know what I'm doing.
7: You know, if it's uh, if I'm on the right track, by the way.
0: Um, I would almost say there is no right track, but oh no, there's every track is right. There's no wrong track. But I do understand your concern. So, what do? You, can we hear what you were thinking of on the no, the no, track? I'm happy the I'm sorry, say it again. I uh-huh. have
7: one minute to move. Sure. Okay. It's in fact a change.
0: And louder, because yeah. we're getting a little well, fanfiction. Really um,
7: something that happened to me. Yeah. You know, this really be telling us what took place. Good. A change. I was lost in despair. Am I? Should I? Did I wander in fears? I have fainted in my days of fears. Then glorious every kingdom appears. My echoed voice, that is sounding something, and sadness disappeared. No more sickness, no more pains. Indeed, I gave my words of pain. And then I knelt to the glorious cross. Oh, oh, oh the glorious cross, a cross that I can sing for sure. I hampered my feet in solid Here, he mended my broken heart, the joy I felt will never depart. He sheltered me from distress. The he opened doors of success. The change beyond the star of life. Mm. The change beyond the crimson clouds. The old, the center of my meaning. will change. The change that gave me life for me. My tasks of emotion. My tasks of promotion. My open arms. To the creation of my own devotion,
0: beautiful change, victory change, sweet desert change. Wow. wow! Is that is that a recent one, or is it one you've been working for a long time? Or huh? is that a recent poem, or one you've been yes, working yes, on a yes, long yes. time? Well,
7: wow. so yeah. Thing,
0: what could wow! My life, wow. wow. My life, so, yeah. so your poem being. Complex and longish, we probably need to actually see. And what I wanted to say to all of you is, if it's okay, gruesome some? Would it be okay if I uh, if I collected some poems and typed them up and maybe got a few of them ready to distribute? Would you all be able to run them off? I mean, I won't take real long about it. I'll I'll do it as fast as I can. Do you have that? In uh, I'm I'm asking really all of you that that already have. Got uh, given us a poem. A Do you have? Um, can you email me? Can you can you send it to me as?
7: Yeah. Can you send it
0: to me by email? It would just be quicker. No. Uh, what I'm
7: saying, if you want this copy.
0: Yeah. Oh sure, I, I can do that.
7: Because I have I have this one I Sure, collect. that's
0: fine. But but do you do you also have it on on? Do you have it in a in a form where you could send it to me by email? No, I will have. That. Okay, no, that's fine.
8: Definitely. But
0: um, I will definitely collect copies from anybody who um, can only submit that way. But if you are able to send it to me by email, and I'll put my email address back up here, uh, that would be great. It would just save time. I will try. You will? Oh, um. This is me. It is on my card. I didn't bring any more cards tonight. Yeah, it's on my card if you still have that. But to see Harris, you just got to realize Harris, my Harris, has two S's on it, and um, at Towson.edu. And I will be very happy to to run these off. I see lots of poems around here, so let's hear some more. Look. Do I do I see a, Iveta, Do I see a poem lurking there? No.
8: Oh. Huh? Be no.
0: Because I always a figure little? when I when I make a suggestion and I say this to my actual you know, classes that get grades and stuff. Uh, and this really makes them nervous. I'll say, you know, if we have a weekly assignment, they want to call them assignments, I call them premises. If we have a weekly premise and you sit down and something totally other pops into your head, consider yourself blessed. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's good, that's great. It's not, it's not as if there was a rule broken. So, Bob, I think you... Ron. Oh, Ron, I'm sorry. See, I got the right rhythm. The got right vowel sound, wrong name. Lyric. <laughs> lyric.
8: The lives have solidified into the war monuments, which grimly adorn this last fringe of natural jealousy. And over the rainbow, girl brings me the latest transparency, the morning torch. It burns. Philosophy isn't pretty, she complains, and calculated with indifference. Voice It would have done you proud. It's all relative. I counteract in a raw, unadorned meekness that would have shamed Einstein and turned him every bit as code red as our future, where I'm all too quickly losing my place in civilized pretense of decorum in this quicksand of ambition, where it seems that every time we move our mouths it is only the cultivation of hypocrisy, which makes me endlessly patient for this, that, and most quintessentially this thing called love, reaching it like an accidental choking
3: stumbled
0: upon by an anarchist. Oh, wow.
6: Can you do the last couple of lines again? Please. What's that? The last, I don't know, Uh, three uh, points.
8: Which makes us endlessly patient for this, that, and most quintessentially this thing called love, reaching it like an accidental utopia, stumbled upon by an anarchist. Thank you. Mm.
0: I'm glad you asked for that, Tim. Because I I know this sounds like oh she'll do anything to bring it back to the subject of noise, but there's so many s's when you when you say the word quintessentially you better mean those s sounds and then you had you ended up with a volley of of, of s sounds as well. Did you want it to hiss there? I mean bullets hiss, lots of things hiss. That
8: uh, I write more by subject. Yeah. Yeah, so but I
0: think in your case the sound there almost went over yeah, the border and became substance. Well, good. Do you have yours electronically? So, I mean, do you have it no, so I that it could be emailed? Sorry, oh, that would be wonderful. And I, I hope everybody that's that's uh, even though I mean Roslyn, you said yours was going to go further, but it's wonderful as it is. So, can we make a pact with each other to say that everything in here is a draft and it's not finished? and you're going to work on it first, or not but we will all accept it. it's not finished you, it's not already written in stone but it's shareable and I think all of us would, would greatly profit from from seeing as well as hearing because let's face it we have become a culture where poetry is also you know, seen but I'm, is there anybody else who uh, has a, something that they'd like to oh Carleen, I'm sorry you got your hand up a while back
2: I found by working on the began to be more aware of the words. Mm, yeah. sounds, you know, and I'm
0: not sure I'd really get it right. right. There's yeah. no right. It's I mean, it's all right. It There's gut, no wrong. Gut, gut,
2: gut feeling, it's called Easter eggs. Mm. Um Soft, pretty, colored eggs. Mm. Something is slipping. Act.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah. yeah. I'm going down soft pretty cracked eggs with a new network spreading. Ooh. That's that's all yeah. I have. I was trying to get across the fact that I had eggs that
0: yeah. I dropped. Right, and they're cracked and then and then it's smooth again. Yeah. Well nice. then the then has the all these yeah. uh, network tags yeah. and, and Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time with cracked eggs this, this weekend, too. Yeah, no, but, but a lot of our actual words are also based on onomatopoeia, which is, you know, words that sound like what they are and crack and smack and all of those K-words K are. What? You just found something on Onomatopoeia doesn't
6: sound like itself.
0: Onomatopoeia sounds like what it's naming.
6: I think one thing that goes onomatopoeia, Do I have onomatopoeia, to smack onomatopoeia, onomatopoeia. You? Uh, yes.
0: Smack and... What? Purr.
6: But onomatopoeia doesn't.
0: But onomatopoeia, that is onomatopoeia. Purr, smack, onomatopoeia. crack. Oh, oh, you mean, I it
6: see. It doesn't, onomatopoeia. Uh, I'm sorry, okay. Is it onomatopoeia?
0: Huh? It does not. It just sounds like a lot of letters that when you're a little kid and you learn that word, you think, ooh... I am good. And everything I oh. came up
6: with was sibilant, so I didn't submit it to your studies.
0: It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the most noisy, S's are the most noisy. So, okay, there is that great packet of stuff for tonight. And tonight is also about sound, but sound in a different way, because it's sound where uh, traditionally rhythms and sounds have been kind of organized just begging us to break those rules. Now, many of you in here, I I am well aware, are very accomplished poets already, um, and so forgive me if I seem to be dumbing down a a great complexity, but let's just think for a minute about that uh, term blank verse, which most people used to think just meant verse that either wasn't about anything or verse that didn't, I don't know, Uh, where there were no rules at all, but actually blank verse is otherwise known as good old Shakespearean iambic pentameter, and it has a very specific little set of rules. And um, the rules I can enunciate quite clearly and simply, as you I'm sure can too. Iambic pentameter means five sets of da-dum, i.e. da-dum, 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 da-dum. But ah, Is there anybody in here who's ever played an instrument or sung with a metronome? It's a it's a mechanical thing. They're they're kind of like pyramids, and they have a they're they're so primitive, and they have a you know back forth, back and forth, and and the music teacher can set it to different speeds, and then it goes. Click, click, click. But anyway, anybody knows that the metronome is busy going dum 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 dum. dum. But you certainly do not thump out a note on every time it goes dum-dum-dum. I mean, it's just there in the background. And that's true of the dumbs, the da-dums of iambic pentameter. Now, we're going to just try a little experiment. It's only going to take a few minutes. We are going to just call off and write some iambic pentameter because supposedly, and I believe this is very true, uh, that da-dum, da-dum, da-dum rhythm is so characteristic of speech patterns in just... Plain old English language sentences that legend has it, and this is actually in the packet, but it's a legend I love that an 1800s Shakespearean actress was so accustomed to her Shakespearean lines that she kind of spoke iambic pentameter all the time and is reputed in a restaurant after, you know, at the after party one night to have said to the hapless waiter. I asked for water boy you brought me beer which is perfect regular iambic pentameter um, however when, she, when Hamlet who supposedly has some of the best lines Shakespeare ever wrote and I'm, I'm all about that I think it's sheer genius when he said what certainly is the start of perhaps the most famous of all Shakespearean soliloquies to be or not to be that is the question no, wait a minute, that's all wrong. Because he didn't say to be or not to be, that is the question, that would be, or that is the quest, that would be perfect five dadams. Au contraire, he was a, a, a human being speaking like people actually kind of talk. And so he said, that is the question. So he took that fourth dadam and said, mm, I don't think so, I will turn it around and go da, you know so it's not it's just the metronome iambic pentameter is just the metronome however that said it's so easy to translate almost anything we say in the english language at least which is a highly accented language um, into iambic pentameter it's almost laughable and the example i have on that sheet is one of the St. Louis, one of, one of the stanza forms of the three, that W.C. Handy genius that he was, built into the, the St. Louis blues. And if you don't think of the tune, actually, does anybody in here besides me still know the tune of St. Louis blues? Hi, Rosalind. Okay. okay. Who wants to sing it? You or me? Don't worry, I would never do that to a group of living humans. But, um, much as I might like to. But, um, it is. And this is the one, it's in the mighty, you know, like St. Louis woman with all her diamond uh, rings, she got my man tied to... But if you didn't know the tune... Oh, go ahead, go, Roz, you can sing, I can't. Okay, okay. can you do it? Sure. Uh, St. Louis woman with her diamond
2: rings, she got my man tied to her apron strings.
0: And then it goes on in that same basic yeah. pattern. However, if you didn't know the tune, you would, you would probably recognize that it was perfect iambic pentameter. St. Louis woman with her diamond rings, she has my man tied to her apron strings. It, 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 it's very easily translated into uh, iambic pentameter because it's a, a couple of lines of something that a person might conceivably actually say. They might not rhyme, but they might actually say it. St. Louis woman with her diamond rings. Perfect diambic pentameter. Now, not that we want it sung that way. That would certainly destroy it entirely. But um, my point is only that so much of the things we utter in kind of a regular way do fit at least that da-dum-da-dum pattern. Not necessarily five, but five's a nice number. Whatever. But um, what I'd like you to do, just for the heck of it right now, and believe me, nobody's going to be constrained to suddenly convert to writing iambic pentameter, no, but just for the fun of it, because it's going to be part of another thing we're going to do tonight see if you can just write maybe two lines, they don't have to be poetry at all, just two lines that are basically da-dum, da-dum da-dum, da-dum, da-dum and if one of those isn't quite da-dum, hey Shakespeare could do it, we could do it okay, I'm going to do it too for a minute and then I'll get some of these from you here's what I mean okay here's get all excited about having found the bathroom so that's why I stuck that yay in there and um and it was pretty exciting. Um, I recommend the bathroom way down the stairs in the from the first floor. It's just it's an experience not just really and it's very it's lovely and soothing and marble and, and good. Yay. But you can see I mean that's a not a very exalted or poetic statement, but it is Da dum, da dum, da dum, da dum, da dum. Now, if I were building that into a deathless poem, I would probably deliberately not be quite so regular, because it would make everybody snooze. Too much regularity has that way about it. But um, so, if I can, if I can stand there and do my little bathroom line of iambic pentameter, I'm sure you've already done part better. So, uh, anybody got one for us? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, wait a minute. I saw that hand first, and then I heard you. Okay, And and then Doreen.
4: Lorinda Harris stands before the class. It's nice. It's nice to know that teaching is a blast.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and with rhyme. Are you excited about those, Doreen? It's got rhyme. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. And it is. Yeah. But Doreen, let's hear yours. Hey, um, I
5: don't, I don't want to sound like a. Wrong, 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 wrong. I don't need you I'm strong. I'm wrong, <laughs> oh. wrong, I'm open.
0: <laughs> that's. I is it okay? If it, is it okay if I think that's so funny and wonderful? I mean, funny is okay, isn't it? You know, I'm just thinking of something. You you picked as an opener also probably some of the most famous lines from Shakespeare. I'd have to see them on the page. I don't think Romeo starts the line. Oh, oh, I know what it is. Oh, 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 he did a yay. He did, I think, I'm pretty sure it's, oh, Romeo. But it's still, oh, I'm going to, oh, you've got me so excited here. I've got to go back to the book. But, uh, because, yeah, that seems like he's breaking all the rules. Well, good for him. He was Shakespeare and, uh, and uh, made his money by writing. He didn't have to have a day job. How, I mean, we've got to respect that even no matter what we think. I personally think that he's quite a wow. How about that? I, I love that. So, so who's got another effort at... Let's see who can, who can do the least poetic line of I Am Big Pentameter. I thought mine was pretty unpoetic. I mean, I did get the downstairs bathroom into it. But oh, we, we don't have to follow that rule. But don't be shy about just any old line that somehow suggests that rhythm. I bet you have one. I can tell you do. Yes.
8: Um. Can you
7: like I am for them. Um. She started off Romeo, and that wasn't the dumb. was the
0: um. But look, did you listen to what you just said? She thought of Romeo. It was not so dumb. That's, almost, that's an almost perfect iambic pentameter line all by itself. You know, I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. That passage is really going to drive me crazy until I can get back and, and you know really look at it and, and go through it with my little pencil t- clicking off the, the accents. But that that really fascinates me.
7: Yeah. And you added the. Uh uh-huh. How do you um, know when you're doing it right and? You're
0: not? I'll tell you what it is. Think of each. I mean, this is just a, this is just a quicky oversimplification. But think of a series of little cells. And that's just the dividing lines. And this is an I am, and that's another one, and that's another one. OK. To be or not to be. That is the quest. And it's got an extra little syllable hanging off the end. But that's the only one that isn't the dumb. But that's OK. If you just think of them as you decide, OK, I'm going to write I am big. I don't think there's such a word. I'm going to have seven IMs per line. Just think of each one as a little cell. And then within that, some of them are going to be the dumb, and some of them are not going to be the dumb because we all don't want to go to sleep. It's, it's, it's you know, there's irregularity is a perfectly decent thing. And when I said on the, uh, the, the packet and the ad and everything, think of, uh, think of some traditional forms and then think of breaking the rules. All the successful writers within those forms broke the rules, and if they didn't, then we'd all be taking a nap when we should be singing. You know, so yeah. So it's just it's it's just sort of it's a way of organizing sound that was so similar to human speech. Because if you've ever seen a really good actor do the Hamlet soliloquy, they're usually pacing around because he's really thinking. Like to be or not to be—that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous force, she's kind of on the roll there, um, or by opposing him, and then he goes on for a while, and then to sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream. I mean, you know, he's really thinking. And it's so easy to think, I have it's because our language is so much a, a combination of unaccented, accented syllables. And back when we were talking about names the other night, think of, now if, Leon, how do you say your name? How do you say your name?
7: Name?
0: Yeah, Leon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But if you were, if your accents were reversed so that instead of Leon, it would be Leon, Leon. it would still be a very recognizable name, but it would be a different language almost. Now, I had a friend who used to call me, my name's Clorinda, right? Clorinda. Clorinda. She used to call me Clarinda. I mean, I had to get rid of her. I mean, I can't even stand her voice on the answering machine. She's so terrible. I mean, and she thought she was a poet. Oh, she was bad news. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who she was talking about. And I noticed, let's see, I was thinking of, she's not here. She used to be right here last week. Uh, Latanya. Now, Latanya, I'm sorry, but if you say it the reverse accents, like Latanya, I mean she's not going to come when you call her that you know I mean it's it's just it's it's not her name at all so accents make a huge difference and english is a accent a heavily accented language Tim
6: Yes I found my uh, sound poem but oh, good. it reminded me that at the time I was trying to do your your TikTok
0: The metronome Thank you Yeah
6: um, it's okay. And that was a, a police car going through my, mm. my, my little alley. Um, however, what I wound up, Google, go, 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 that thing is Googling. almost, yeah, that is almost as bad as encyclopedias okay. because looking for meter and rhyme, I wound up looking up the iambic pentameter. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing it tonight. And the two guys in the alley that were unloading the truck, which was more sounds, have this thing that they say all the time, and I just tried to count it off, and I knew it was iambic pentameter.
0: Well, that's It hear. was
6: I got to go yo later, bro. No, wait a I got uh, it's ten. I got because I counted it. Yeah. And then I and I missed the bus. I was counting it. <laughs> I
3: that's got good. to that's poetry, go yeah.
6: yo back. Later, Bro name. yeah, and I just looked at and and looked at him and and waved and said thanks. Got my homework. uh yeah. Needed. yeah. Um, oh wow. You know, he, he looked at. He had no idea what I said. He just waved back. At
0: so, so yeah, so it's <laughs> ten syllables. Working. Yeah, yeah. I have a pentameter, and ten syllable lines are not always the same. Ah, but the but yeah. Oh wow. If you if you eavesdrop around the world, the world that you're actually in every day. It, I mean, the poetry of people is unbelievable and the sounds are fantastic. And there was a volley of hands back there and I ignored them all on the shelf. Well, I,
4: I do need some um, iambic I dummies. Um, and uh, how, how
2: to think in iambic meter without falling into monosyllables
0: mm-hmm. or, or
4: bisyllables, right. how you
2: become multisyllabic
1: in meter.
0: Um, I think just to, to just listen to the way the words sound, and I'm going to try to think of some really long words that are also kind of iambic. Um, and by the way, the the nice thing about trying to work within form a little bit is that it sometimes does make you do stuff you didn't mean to do, and it actually works. Like I threw that yay on for finding the bathroom, but that was required by needed another stressed syllable. And I could have done it a different way. I could have run on the line. I, I went downstairs to find the bathroom, which was way inside the inner sanctum of the lie. You know, I mean, I'm not going to try to go on there, but um, but you know, I could have done it a different way. But it does kind of push you around just enough to make you have to make some decisions that were not entirely programmed into your head, which I think is a good thing, not a bad thing. And um, it's it's just. Unnatural enough to make you kind of think about the line and do I want that line to stand by itself? I kind of like my line better when it ended with yay, but it could have been enjambed, which just means going on to the next line and also you know made sense and mm-hmm. still been within that um, general framework. Anne, which mm-hmm. Do um, so, so you of poetry? Do you hear the
4: syllables in the lines while you're writing?
0: I kind of do, and and here's something weird, and I hope it's not going to seem too blasphemous to people, but I'm writing a series now called blasphemies, mm. and um, in one of one of them is called The Grandson of God, and he looks more like his father, I mean his grandfather than his father because he's big and muscular and he really beats up bullies and his mother who I'm sorry but she happens to be uh, Mary Magdalene and he has her red hair but he has his grandfather's you know lightning dropping on people's girth and all and he's he's beating up a bully who called his mother a whore because that was Mary Magdalene's bad reputation that bothered her And but he beats, the, he beats the hell out of them and she's like your father would have handled it differently but you do have his eyes and you have his eyes Was the line I wanted to end with and it's iambic and so I realized that even the grandson of God who is a real butt kicking individual um, would speak with certain dignity so I thought iambic worked well so yes I mean I really do think about stuff like that while I'm writing doesn't mean you have to. It's also, there's also such a thing as just letting, letting it flow, or letting the chicks make their noise. You know, I mean, really, that that's, but that but you planned that. I mean, you didn't just say I'm going to write a poem and just see what animal wanders in. Yeah, no, I mean, it's all built around the chicks and their sound and their cluster and all. So here's what we're going to do, just to be um, somewhat deranged. And I think we have we have just enough time to do that right this minute we are going to write a sort of a sonnet. Now, if we had more time, we'd all agree on a rhyme scheme, and we'd all use the same rhyme words, and we'd all end up with totally different sonnets. But we don't have that much time. So what we're going to do is, and this is also on that sheet, I have a rather contrarian view of what makes a sonnet a sonnet. And it goes back to the original word sonnet, which just meant little song. So sonnets are short. Sonnets tend to have lines that are pretty much the same length as each other. And the most important thing of all, in my view, is that they all, at some point, toward the middle of the poem, take a very significant turn. In poets speak, it's a volta. Volta, V-O-L-T-A. I have to tell you that I learned that word Last year, when I was putting together, I have, this is not a sales pitch, but I can't give it away either, because Moira Egan and I uh, edited a collection of sonnets called Hot Sonnets. And they actually follow the rules pretty quickly. They're 20th and 21st century erotic sonnets. They are truly hot. This book is actually just toasting my fingers. But we were trying to prove a point, which was that the sonnet still lives. But one of the things both of us noticed is that it's not all about the rhyme scheme, although you're welcome to rhyme if you're in the mood. It's not about... It's not even necessarily about 14 lines, though most sonnets are 14 lines. It's about having a certain look which is that the the lines are all about the same length but the big thing is after maybe line eight or nine the thought kind of takes a turn kind of looks at something the other way another way and i'm going to be quiet in a minute so that you just try writing a few lines toward a poem that you may write later when we have time to actually, when you have time to work on it further. A short poem, let's let's, let's abide by one of the rules. Fourteen lines. Whose lines are all about the same length. If you want to get ambitious, make the lines iambic. Pentameter. They used to always be like that, but they don't have to be. That's not what makes a sonnet a sonnet. A sonnet is a little song that in a very small space gives you more than one look at the same thing. And if you will turn, to see what I mean, if you will turn to If you will turn to my favorite sonnet in that whole book, uh, it's on page six of the packet. It's also, it happens to be in pretty strict iambic pentameter, but that's not what we're concerned with. But I think you'll notice that there's a slight change in tone between lines eight and lines nine. Which one is it? It's, uh, the fourth one is called Rhetoric. This, Marilyn Taylor wrote a series of sonnets based on the seven, seven liberal arts who knew rhetoric was one of them arithmetic was another Um, but anyway this is rhetoric notice how iambic it is (laughs) shut up shut up shut up shut up okay you're not my lucky star you are a damn black hole i do not love you sam i am Get lost, scram, beat it, go away, Clear out your retrosexual groceries, that loaf of bread, the jug of wine, right now, and as for, thou, for your adoring little vow, just watch her kick you in the fantasies. I get the sense you're painfully aware that you're a sorry ass, the big dumpy. How sad! Let me extend my sympathy by offering you a simple little prayer. May your next cocktail be a Molotov and everything that you hold dear fall off. (laughs) Oh, don't you... What's not to love? I'm sorry. And she's a very lovely and not cruel woman at all, but oh my god. Um, And of course, she's a wonderful rhymer. It is iambic pentameter quite strictly, as is that first line. Most of them, really. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, okay. Da-dum, 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 da-dum. I mean, what more can you ask? (sighs) Of a vicious little line. But... um,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think her tone does change after that eighth line. I'm sorry, Rosalind, what did you start say, to say? Is
2: this what you mean by breaking the rules?
0: This poem follows the rules with extreme fidelity. But what I'm saying is, I mean, she chose to rhyme. She
2: chose to
0: rhyme. Right, and she's, it's a, v- a very strict Petrarchan sonnet but you don't have to rhyme to be writing a sonnet no you don't have to rhyme or oh, you can rhyme like mad if you want to Robert Frost has a poem that, that Doreen you might really like because every line rhymes with every other line it's just got one rhyme sound in it oh, okay. he's such a show off but it's a, it's a great poem you know the context of this is just to have the 14 lines 14 lines and see if you can make something happen somewhere kind of around the middle, the middle. In a Petrarchan sonnet, it always happens after the first eight lines, where she sort of stands back now and she's looking at him and pretending to be sorry for him instead of just telling him off. But and then on the one uh, on page five, which I also love, and it's pretty visual, this dear John letter, where. You know, the, the, the whole first 12 lines she has crossed out because she was starting to write a, a letter to her beloved, calling him Bluebeard and Frankenstein and Don Quixote. And then she crosses out everything but the last two lines Dear John, this isn't working. You know why. Go buy yourself a blow up doll. Goodbye. And I think these poems also illustrate that you can write in a fairly strict meter and not be uh, sounding like nobody ever said those things but her something that happens there's a little something as she changes the epithets she's calling him but the big change is the two lines she has decided not to cross out the simple pure statement of get lost Um, this is
6: this as is the other one with italics Mm -hmm. concrete poetry
0: Mm, no. not really because they don't look like the thing they're talking about and with some of these poems you don't want a poem that looks like oh, the it thing it's talking like about is yeah concrete poetry like I, I did a bad job of it because I'm not a typographer with a right, magic gotcha. marker but that apple you know the apple poem with the worm wow. in it I mean it's shaped like an apple and set by a good typesetter it kind of looks like an this, apple so that everyone knows
6: what's crossed out and what's italicized
0: you know what? This, this violates my cardinal rule. I don't think you can read this poem aloud fully. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can read it out loud, and it's funny as all get-out, but the, the, the big punchline is the fact that everything but the last line is crossed out, and you kind of have to see that. So forgive me for loving a poem that, that violates the rule about sound.
6: The italics on the rhetoric.
0: You know, I, I hope I did those italics. I wish Akko was here. He could tell me whether I performed the italics or not. I tried to read it so that it sounded like I was using a different voice. voice. And I think, oh my God, that's my phone, I think. It's my ring. Oh, well. It'll I'll, stop. It'll stop eventually. But she's just simply setting off the fact that she's quoting her own prayer for him. So anyway, here's what let's do right now, before time runs out. And we've got, hey, five minutes, good for a sonnet, not good for Paradise Lost. Um, See if you can just jot down some ideas toward a short poem that's going to work toward kind of an important change somewhere near the middle. Like, first you're looking at that guy, yelling at him, as Marilyn Taylor did, and then you're looking at him pretending to be all sympathetic. Of course, ending up having softened him up, and then it's, you know, the knee. But um, give it a try right now. Come on, I'm going to do it too. You can do it. You're you're making notes. You're not making a finished poem right now. Notes toward a poem where it's going to be short when it's finished. It might even be 14 lines, but something's going to happen. So I'm going to also try to
6: write some notes for... So sonnets have to be deadly serious subjects?
0: Yes. These just happen to be... Big. Hot sonnets is based on a, a specific premise, so a lot of them are funny. A lot of them are not.
6: So they can be about some L.A. police thing? Sure.
0: Oh, wow. Because
6: it's my other talk.
0: hmm
6: Maybe I can make a Oh speech. this
0: this picture says make a poem out of me. Wow.
6: Yeah, I I, wow. I, I wrote that. You oh wow. I, I saw that right before your class last week.
0: Mm. Look at her, look at the look on her face. Just email In me Somalia. that poem. Hmm? piece of equipment
6: do you? I was in one of the pens I stole last week, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I stole this one from my brother. I love this. I, well there was a Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. had a long diatribe trying to intimidate him. and wow. That was just Charles's rejoinder. So I wrote down the day so you could look it up. I loved it. Can I keep it? Yes, oh, that's okay. why I wrote it in. So you can go online and look it
0: up. So said that you were going to do some I think you did. I did. Who's got Who's got some lines down that are like toward a poem that's going to happen? Anybody? Yes, I can see you do, and yes, I can see you do. Okay, you, you. Okay. Oh, that's okay. You can even tell us about it. Give us what you got if you don't mind. But well, we know we know it's not going to be finished, right? Okay.
5: Trying
8: again here, trying to win. My only thing. That I didn't even Trying again. So close,
7: but no way. Maybe I should just close the door and get in.
8: Thin skin is getting harder to mend.
0: Mm. Yeah, because yeah, we've only got a couple minutes anyway. Sure, it's a good idea. I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that. Although I was <laughs> grateful not to be quite as hot as last week. But okay, so you've got a wonderful bunch of sound effects going there too. Do you? Do you? Do you feel like going on with it? I don't mean right now, but I mean, do you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. going with it? What's? Do you have an idea of where the direction is going to be? Yeah. 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 Because yeah, because the sound is taking you somewhere, but also it's it's so,
1: yeah. it's
0: at yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a coffin doesn't wait to eat a meal, or place an oh. order, send back silverware. It takes as given and eats where standing. The hair's no bother. No food is demanding. A coffin eats death without despair. Each bite is savored with equal zeal.
0: Wow. Where's that gonna go next? That's such a powerful image. I mean, a powerful metaphor, isn't it? You know, where do you have an idea where you want to take it next?
1: about yeah. uh, death and how it isn't productive to encourage like violence yeah. or anything like that because it's like feeding a coffin and yeah. I was just thinking coffins will eat <laughs> <laughs> like death is just a part of life there's no yeah. real it's no. interesting to think of it as feeding yeah. something that yeah. will just happen so yeah. it just kind
0: of so that, that yeah that sort of does emphasize the life cycle Aspect. Wow. I hope you do keep on with that. Who's got another one for to to brighten up our last two minutes? (laughs) No, I I just you know Thomas Hardy's wife once said somebody said, "Oh, how's Tom?" And she said, "Oh, he's deliriously happy. He's off in his study writing an intensely depressing poem." And and um, you know it's really true when you get into the craft of it. The, the fact that it's a, it's a very serious subject doesn't mean that it's not sort of fun putting it together does it? There's a volley of hands over here no, I, no, I, just wait a second, I thought. no, I swear, I thought I saw okay, Tim, leap into the brief, enough, sir. sir well then, then I'm going to read this thing, this is a parting thought on sonnets, I hope I'll see more of these next oh, week, well. and don't consider emailing them to me, this is a quotation from Sunday's, Sunday, April the 8th version, I mean uh, yeah, Probably there's a the TV show, wife. The Good
6: Wife. And, it's and a,
0: great, uh, uh, a great sentence about a sonnet.
6: And I, I tried to recall. I, I, I pretty much got this word for word. Uh, two lawyers arguing, our, our own beloved Josh Charles of Baltimore. I love that guy. And uh, he's ar- arguing with an English barrister who is oh so proper in giving him the... How do you do it? The la di da di da di da di da and going on and on and intimidating him. And the good old American Yank, looking dead in the eye, steps closer and says, here's some advice. When you're trying to intimidate someone, don't use so many words. Intimidation is not a sonnet. And I thought, yes. I'm not going to say that, but it that's now, a plug I for the sonnet.
0: That. Yeah. Yeah, because sonnets are short. Sonnets don't mess around. You, they don't give you enough uh, space well, to mess around. You can, you just have to get right to the central image and, and those wonderful sounds that you were making. And Leon, you, you had you your hand this. up. I've
6: got it on my phone. Yeah, Maybe I'll make a sonnet yeah. out of that. that came to
7: my mind, just jacked it up. Sure. I ran on his feet, that 13 feet, that covered with a white sheet. White sheet, white sheet. With
0: a lady, a dress is very neat. Oh wow! And that just popped into your head? Huh? Where did that white shape come from? Just no,
7: because.
1: You
0: wow. Keep going. And and, and everybody noticed that he was a very very judicious use of repetition there. Because repetition is, as I think, one of the... Repetition doesn't mean you're being repetitious. It means that you've got a lot of emphasis going. Nice. Okay, so as we all know, there's no such thing as homework in a workshop like this. But any, I urge anybody who feels like it to email me uh, a poem from last time. Because some of them, like Leon's, yours is a perfect example. It's, it's a complex poem. And I think we'd really get a lot out of seeing it, but it's true of all of them. I think I could hear the blues in Rosalind's even clearer if I saw the poem and I want to you know, see the chicks. And, and um, there were some really short ones. Short poems go by very quickly, and I think we, we need to see those too. Do that if you feel like it. Here's my email address. Um, if you feel like it. If there's somebody who has absolutely no email access, that's fine. You can just hand it to me right now if you feel like it. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to nag, but if you do, I'll get my uh, fingers going on it and it'll be fine. And then for next week, if you, I hope some of you will get inspired. I'm inspired listening to them. So I hope some of you will get inspired to go further with your sonnet, bearing in mind that the word sonnet just means little song. And let's just decide. All right, there's one of the traditional rules that has developed later, actually, 14 lines. So see if you can come up with 14 lines where something kind of happens somewhere near the middle. A little change that takes the reader by surprise. Last week, we caused the entire staff of the Enid Pratt Library to work unpaid overtime because we didn't get out in time. So we're going to kind of like make a beeline for out of here. And I'm very responsive to emails, So if you have questions or anything, I will answer you. Okay? And if anybody wants to give me a poem right now because you don't have email access, that's okay. But cutting and pasting really would be easier. Okay?